The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program here on The Shepherd, across the Shepherd Radio Network. With me today is one of our ministries that we have on the air, and uh, it used to be just in our northern stations. Now he's on even in Orlando. I'm talking about Mike Sadler, and the program is called Crossbound, and it is on at 7.32, I believe it is, in Orlando is when it comes on, and it comes on a little after 8 o'clock in Gainesville and Ocala and the Villages. It is so great to have you here with us again, Mike. Thank you. It's so good to be here again. Thank you for the invite. You know, it is really fun to have somebody that's on our air in the form of a ministry. We call ourselves a teach talk station. Yes, sir. Because we have, you know, we have talkers like my program. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we also have uh, things like uh, the the program up in Gainesville. We have Jay Seculo on, and he's uh, like a news thing. And, of course, the, the news that is kind of set America upside down. This is being recorded on the day, a historic day and historic day when the Roe versus Wade was overturned and the news couldn't be bigger. So by the time you're hearing this, it will have been days later. And uh, what we don't know and what we're praying for, uh, and this could sound weird in the days to come, uh, praying that people behave themselves. Correct. And that they are not going to be out and doing crazy nutty things and that lives won't be lost as a result of these decisions. So that's what we're praying for. That's being done now on the Friday <laughs> that Roe was overturned. And that's uh, that's uh, a little confusing if you're listening to this. But again, this is pre-recorded. And uh, Mike is here. Mike has started to say, it's great to have somebody that is on our air and you're based out of not far from Ocala, right? Is, That's is, correct. I'm in uh, Citrus County, Inverness, Florida is, is where I'm at. Um, and that's that's where our home is and our home church. And so it's great to be here today on the air. Now, Citrus County, that is a lovely area. There's a, a lot of old Florida look in there, right? Yes, it's, it's beautiful. Describe, it's a, if you will, what would be the difference, uh, let's say, for people down in Orlando or up in Gainesville? What do you guys... What do you guys boast there as your uh, reason to come there? Oh, the uh, the scenery, the woods, the the beautiful green grass, the slower pace, um, and and absolutely just the um, the attitude of everyone. I don't know how to say that. It's mm-hmm. a slower, friendlier kind of pace. I would say, you know, uh, not everybody's in a big hurry. Um, not that Orlando is not a great area. Orlando is a great area, but Orlando is in a big hurry. They're they're in a hurry. Yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. And, and when you're on stuck on I four in the afternoon. It, that's not true. You you feel like you're not in a big hurry, but you are. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're just not going <laughs> you, nowhere. You may as well not be in a big hurry because you're stuck there for a little while. But uh, that is really great. I mean, it is gorgeous. I'm familiar uh, with the Citrus uh, County area to a degree. I've been to Homosassa Springs okay. before. Yes. I've actually been through your town once or twice, but spent a lot of times there on the Homosassa River and that is a beautiful area there. And again, they see these big oak trees with the moss all over them. And it's it's just so beautiful. It is. It really is. If you drive through Floral City, which is in Citrus County, it lo- you look like you're in a movie because all the oak trees overhang the road. Oh, and it looks yeah. almost looks like a roadway to heaven. 
it's just beautiful. So oh, that's I, great. I enjoy that. Now, you know, Mike, uh, we, we've had you on the air now for a number of years, Crossbound. Uh, you're, uh, I think, a little different than a lot of our uh, teaching ministries. You are a, really a one-on-the-microphone uh, kind of a speaker. So you're you're talking not from a pre-recorded church service. You're not, in other words, you're not preaching to a congregation and then that audio later be used. Right. You're actually sitting down heart to heart. That's what I like about your program is you're, you're bringing biblical thought, biblical teaching in a one-on-one or in our case, one on the radio audience Correct. basis. Yes. And I know that there are people listening and I make that personal to them. And I want to apply it to their life, the, the biblical principles. And that's why I've, I've chosen to I preach on topics, but I also preach on just through the Bible, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, the book of John. I think that's great. Verse by verse. And you can sit down with me, open your Bible, and read what I'm reading. And as we discuss it, uh, and I just reveal to you what the Holy Spirit has told me about what God's Word says and how you can use it in your life today. What can I apply my, to my life today is the way I... I, I want to present it to the listeners. You know, and I think that is so helpful to people when they realize that their attitudes about the Bible might be that, well, that's good. I know I need, there's great wisdom there. Not everybody sees the application of that day of how real the word of God becomes to them in that moment Correct. that, that you hear it. Isn't that right? Correct. Yes. The, the The Bible is an amazing thing because even though it was written, you know, many years ago, today it, God can make it personal to you and your life yeah. and what you need in your walk. Right. Um, and it can help you. And, and when the Holy Spirit shines that light on the word and it reflects on your heart and you know, that's God speaking to you, whether it's through a preacher or, or you sitting down with this God alone, but that's what I try to present to the listeners every Sunday morning. Well, you do it and you do a good job at it and it's encouraging your thoughts are are just so clear, and I'm grateful for that. Yeah, you know, you're again one other difference about your program is the fact that you're not a full time pastor. You're you're a worker. God laid this on your heart, right? Correct. To to do this, so yes. you're not coming from a basis of being a minister that preaches to a congregation every Sunday. Although I'm sure you have done that before. Yes, and and continue to. I go around evangelizing in all kind of different churches mm-hmm. and. Uh, July the July seventeenth, I'll be preaching at um, Victory Baptist Church in Inverness, Florida, and so if you'd like to come to see me there, but many pastors will call me up and ask me, "Hey, can you preach here, or can you fill in, or can you fill encourage in the, the pulpit, people?" Yeah, um, and I, I do love doing that, and it's like an evangelistic opportunity that God has opened all over the place for me. Now, how did all this begin? You probably talked about this on the first time you were here, but we've got new listeners. And we're growing. Yes. And I think it'd be great for them to hear a bit of the backstory about Mike Sadler and Crossbound. How did all of this start in you? Well, um, we were just faithfully serving in our church and I uh, just wanting to serve the Lord. And I prayed God would open bigger doors. And I, I actually found out about the radio station in uh, Hernando that mm-hmm. y'all have 720. WRZN 720. Yeah. Correct. And um, emailed somebody there. I don't know who it was, but somehow I got Gary Meeks and he he contacted me and started watching uh, my YouTube videos I had of me going around different churches preaching like as an evangelist and uh, got to speaking with him and the Lord opened the door. And uh, that's when we formed Crossbound Ministry. And then my own church. So they got behind me and started financially, spiritually and financially supporting me and said, Mike, brother Mike, we want you to out there doing this. 
and other churches have gotten behind me and friends and people. And then once we got on the radio, letters started coming in and support started coming in. And I said, this is the Lord. This is not me. This was not my idea. This was God. <laughs> you know, that is so exciting to hear. And I'm grateful for it. You have a warm voice, a good vo- voice for radio. Um, I have a face for radio, but, uh, but that, that's another story. But anyway, it is it is one of those exciting things in my life to hear the success that, that God gives a person like he's given you, where he opens the door. You're just basically describing being a servant. Correct. You're just doing what you feel you can do right now for the Lord. And I've had a number of talks with diff- different people over the last couple of weeks, and a lot of them have gone this whole thing of, when you become faithful from going from A to B, just the one step that the Lord's called you to be faithful at doing, and you do that, mm-hmm. and then you go from B to C, and then, you know, it's hard to see those letters that come way down the alphabet. It's, right. it's hard to see that. In fact, it's impossible to see it. It absolutely you, is. You won't, but as long as you're going to the next step, right, right. today, mm-hmm. you'll, you might be surprised at where you're ending up, just like I think you are. Right. We walk by faith. Um, and why would God give you the next step if you're not already listening to the step that he's already given you to do? Right. Mm-hmm. But when you're obedient, he says, hey, I'll open the door. You don't even have to kick the door or touch the door. God will open that door. And that's how you know it's him that I couldn't do this of myself. Tell me a little bit about I, the call of God on your life. Um, well, I got, I got called to preach and, and immediately the Lord opened the door at, at my local church to start, um, teaching Sunday school right away. And how old were you? Oh, I was probably early thirties. Um, not as, not as a young teenager, but older. And I, God calls people of all ages. The problem is the older we get, the less we want to listen. Yeah. we become a that, little set in our ways as we get older, right? Right. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And so I'm 46 right now and I've been preaching for quite a few years and, and, um, I'm thankful God's using me at all these different churches and, uh, encouraging pastors and people and seeing people saved. And, and uh, I just, I just love it. So uh, that, what, that's really great. Yeah, whatever I can do to serve the Lord. The greatest thing any person can do for the Lord is simply be obedient. Mm-hmm. And God will do the rest. He's just mm-hmm. looking for somebody that's willing. What are you seeing, Mike, when you go out in these different churches? Because you do get to visit not just one congregation, but but several. What are you seeing as the mood or the temperament of people in Florida today? Um. Well, I'd, I'd like to see people, if you want, if I want to be honest with you, I would love to see people wake up a little more and get a little more excited about serving the Lord. And I think we can all get like mundane, like I've been going to this job every day for this time. Now, now there are still those that are on fire for God and do whatever it takes, you know? And so you have a mix, I guess you could say. Um, but God can get a hold of anybody and, and change their heart and, and get them refired up, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something I really try to do with, with people is encourage them to to witness more. You know, I read a book one time. It was from a Puritan writer, and it, it was an encouragement that if you wanted to see the fires of worship burn brighter and with greater heat on a Sunday morning, he said, then what people need to do is stoke the fire, prepare mm. the fire, build the fire up in anticipation on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And I think that expectation that people need to have is really a big component in what actually happens in the heart on Sunday morning. Right. When you go to dinner, you want to be hungry, right? So when you go to church, you need to be hungry for the word of God. If you want to get filled, if if, if you want the God to, to, you know, work on you and use you and, and get what you need, not what somebody else's need, what you need 
uh, from the Lord. So just like when you go to dinner, you're supposed to be hungry. When you go to church, you should be hungry for the mm-hmm. word of God. And, you know, we are the church too, that's wherever right. we are. And that's what you're showing. That's what you're doing. You're bringing church in your life, wherever you go to the best of your ability. And that's right. what you do. Uh, I, I love that old little thing about uh, the hand motions where you say, here's the church and here's the steeple. And you turn your hands yeah. upside down, the fingers are pointing yeah. heavenward and here are all the people. Well, the people is that the, 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 we are the church. That's we right. are the church. And on Monday morning, uh, the church goes to work. That's right. That's uh, right. On Sunday morning, we gather together for an important thing, worship and to hear the word of God preached. But on Monday morning, we're still a church. Yeah. And I'd like to add this, Mike, what you said about what I see in different churches. And I just want the people that are listening now to also know this, that I think sometimes uh, in the ministry, people get this, you have this have to have a picture perfect family and a picture perfect life for God to use you. But that's not the truth. If you read the Bible, they were, they had plenty of problems also. Yeah. But God still chose to use them. So no matter what your last name is or where you're from, God can use you if you are willing. He he will he will make the way. He will. Mm-hmm. He will make the way. He does it. He's been doing that all along. That's right. And uh, we can kind of get stuck. And I think what you were describing earlier, when you say where people are today, they need to be more excited. It is so easy to get stuck in the temporal. Right. And to get stuck in what is happening or maybe what's been happening, maybe even over a month. And I'm thinking about the the new day, really, that is here with all of the stuff. I mean, really, believers, we needed some good news. Uh, and uh, there's, a, there's a, a good chance a lot of people have been stuck in maybe depressed thoughts about, well, things are, inflation's horrible and you know, freedom seemed to be curtailed. And then in the middle of all of that comes the news about Roe v. Wade being overturned. Right. And you wonder, well, now that doesn't seem to fit the narrative for what I would have expected for this day. God is in control. He is. And he has his own timetable. Yes. And that is a monumental, um, once-in-a-lifetime event. What, a, what an awesome change for the Lord that I believe that is that it got overturned. So that is a monumental decision. It is. Landmark is yes. the uh, legal term that they'll be using right. to mark this thing. And it's going to change everything. Of course, it doesn't end abortion. It now moves the control of abortion uh, to states. And fortunately, we have a number of states that are prepared for that uh, eventual thing, which now has happened. Right. And uh, we are going to have several states where they're just not going to allow abortions at all. Right. And then others like Florida will have laws in place that will limit mm-hmm. abortions. And that's helpful too. We continue to knock on the door of God and pray, uh, first of all, for all of the governors and all of the state legislatures. Correct. Because the real magnifying glass is going to now be on them. Right. Uh, it's going, they're going to be targeted by every mm. protest group that's out there. But they've got to see, too, just what you and I have been talking about, that this is a time, and, and God has brought all of this about. Yes. And those believers in governor mansions and in state legislative houses, Senate houses in the states, they, they can be knowing that people are going to be praying for them and that they can pray to God, and he's going to watch over us. Yeah, it is amazing to watch what God can do with people when they know that they have support. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they'll, they'll go out and do the right thing. They'll go out and make the right decision. And um, I often, th- I believe this, that, that uh, a strong nation, you know, starts with the family unit. And I then too. that makes strong churches and strong churches makes a strong nation. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, it's true. And so it all starts at, at the house. It all starts at home. Yeah. I like that. Not the, not the white house. That's right. And not the House of Representatives in Washington. Right. And not even the House of Representatives in states, but the home in which we live. That's where it begins. Mm. And if parents were to grab a hold of that, if parents were to take the responsibility on and not listen to this rhetoric that uh, we need our children trained and educated by the school system, uh, the parents have the God call on their lives to raise up their children and to really guide and mediate the education that they receive. It begins in the house. That's right. That's the first thing God ordained was a family. Yeah. So how important is it to him? It should be important to us, right? Right. Amen. It should be first and foremost. I agree. And it's really great to see. Before we take a quick break, uh, how, what age were you when you came to know the Lord? Oh, I was early thirties. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was at that same time. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't long after that. I, the Lord just, laid it on my heart. And I said, and I, and I listened, I tell you, I was driving down the road and I could just, I could feel God speaking to me. And I literally pulled over on the side of the road crying. Uh, and I said, Lord, if that's what you want me to do. Uh, and I submitted myself to, to preach his word that day on the side of the road in my car. Now, were there extenuating circumstances going on in your life that caused this kind of being upset or was this an out of the blue thing? Did, no, this was just the Lord laid it on my heart that I want you to obey me. And just me submitting to that will. And those weren't, those weren't sad tears. Those, those were tears of joy. So yeah, yes, God, right. I, I will. And um, ever since then, I've never looked back, put my hand to the plow, and here we go. We're moving forward. When you look back and you remember that car experience, what, uh, what would you describe as what you felt in your heart as a difference afterwards? Um, well, just relief and joy that I I'm now I submitted, I'm going to obey the Lord and I'm not looking back and I know I'm doing what's right because I'm doing what God wants me to do. Not what I want to do. Hmm. That's beautiful. Mike. My guest today is Mike Sadler from crossbound ministries heard on the shepherd radio network on Sundays, seven 30, a little after seven 30 in Orlando. And then following the news at eight o'clock in uh, both Ocala and the Villages, and up in Gainesville as well. And of course, you can always hear The Shepherd and all of our programs at theshepherdradio.com on the World Wide Web. We go all over the place through that and our podcast as well. We'll be back with Mike in a moment. This is Afternoons with Mike. In the studio with me today is Mike Sadler. Mike leads the Crossbound Ministry And that's heard on all of our Shepherd radio stations on Sunday morning. We mentioned the times earlier, 7.30, a little after 7.30 here on the Orlando station and uh, about 8 o'clock in in Ocala, rather, and also in Gainesville. So on RZN and WTMN, you can hear Mike uh, just a little after 8 o'clock on uh, the program. And it is a great program he does a good work. How long have you been doing this? Um, two and a half years now, three wow, years. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Now you mentioned, uh, and I do want to just uh, uh, kind of point back to him for a moment. Gary Meeks, he brought yes. his name up. Yes. Gary Meeks was a representative uh, to the shepherd. Uh, he lived up in Ohio, I believe it was, mm. I think. 
And uh, yeah, that's right. And he was a just a master connector. Yes. He had a company called Meeks Communications, and he booked um, national ministries on Christian radio stations all over the country. And he was a good friend. Uh, he and I spoke really just about every Friday we talked. And it, it's really hard to imagine right now, you know, life without him. And it, yes. we were shocked. His death came suddenly, uh, unexpectedly. I know that you reached out on the, uh, on the wall for the uh, dignity page for his uh, kind of memorial. But, yes. um, he was very monumental and uh, instrumental in, in helping me along and giving me good godly advice. Yeah. And uh, let me share with you one thing he, he, he shared with me. Um, he said, go open, you open your PO box. He said, get a low number. That way people, it's easy to remember, you know, and uh, as simple as that advice was, I thought, wow. So I went down to the post office and, and told him what I was doing. And I said, uh, I'd like a low PO box number. <coughs> and the guy says, hold on one second. And he left, he come right back. And he says this, how about PO box seven? He said, that's God's number. If it wasn't God, he wouldn't give it to you. So that is our address, Crossbound Ministry, P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida. Now, that is the craziest story. Who would have believed that 7 would be available? I know. In a huge post office, the number 7. And that's that's when I said, I know this is God. This has got God all over it. And I shared that story with Gary, and that just really tickled him, made him feel good. And, and I thanked him for and he gave me lots of godly advice. Yeah. And so uh, I'm very grateful what he invested in my life. He was one of those uh, just walking bits of wisdom. I mean, he, he was really a help. He was a consultant to us as well. Right. And, uh, and more than that, he was a friend. And we miss him yes. and we miss that, uh, just the ability that um, we have when, when people are with us to pick up the phone and call him and say, hey, I've got a question for you. I've, I can't tell you, man, how many times I've wanted to mm. do that, but uh, boy. I'm glad he gave you the great advice. He kind of made the way for you. Yes. Got you appointed into the the ministry of radio here yes. and using your voice, using what your heart and the message that the Lord's given you. And that's what you're doing right now. Absolutely. And we've encouraged many people. And we even have a new track out um, called Factor Fiction. And you can get them on our website. You can get 50 of them for 20 bucks. And that includes shipping. Uh, so I, I get rid of them at cost or sell them at cost. Right. And we have another track and a book, and, and I think they're $20 the same. And uh, they're very um, instrumental in helping making it easy for you to witness. Uh, they got pictures in them, and it points them right to the gospel. Amen. So if somebody would like those, they can go to our website, crossboundministry.com, and um, 20 bucks gets you 50 of them. That includes shipping. All right. That sounds great. And, yes. you know, sometimes people haven't really quite yet got to the point where they're comfortable and talking to a waitress. Correct. You know, right there. But this is a way with your tip, you could leave a track. Yes. And, uh, you know, some people have been critical of doing that, saying that's that uh, the, the chicken way out. And that's <laughs> not so. That's you just never know where or who that thing could be picked up and looked at. And there have been countless people who have come to know the Lord because they picked up a gospel track. That's right. And I, and I, when I wrote the other one, cool Bible facts, that was one of the things I thought of make it easy. And you could literally give this to somebody and said, Hey, have you heard of these facts? And it's going to point them through the gospel. It's going to show out some neat facts about America. Um, like the Bible, you know where they got to raise your right hand that came out of the Bible. Mm. The Lord has sworn by his right hand. The Bible says, and so that's where that came from. And just simple things like that. And that draws them in and it shares the, the message of salvation with them. Wow. That's great. 
Man, Mike Sadler, my guest here. Mike, tell me what's going on with you right now in uh, the the days to come. What what angle of uh, perspective of scripture are you looking at right now? What book are you studying in the weeks to come? Right now, we're in Second Corinthians. Um, we're going to go into chapter four, I believe, is is coming up, and you know that's where Paul writes to the church uh, about where we how we things we need to get right, and we can use that in our life also. Um, and he, he writes it as a, a father would love his child. You know, nobody likes chastisement. But when you look at it like this, is this person really cares about me? This person really loves me. This person wants the best for me. And when you read the Bible in that manner, you know, that's the way I try to present it to the listeners. It really helps apply it to your life. I mm-hmm. believe that. Mm-hmm. And so that that's the way that I'm I'm going right now. That's awesome. Yeah, this uh, book of Second Corinthians, there, First and Second Corinthians, they needed some correction going on in Correct. their lives. They need the wisdom that we were talking about, like the guys like Gary have. But Paul offered that wisdom to them. Right, right. And he came from a he had such a hard life. Paul did. So I don't think any of us can sit back and say, "Oh, woe is me!" When we read what all Paul uh, went through, he he knows how you feel for sure. But of course, it's inspired by uh, the Holy Spirit, the Word right. of God. But he used Paul to write that. And so that's my direction. And later on, I'll probably pick some topics out. And if somebody would like me to preach on something, you know, you can write to us and we'll we'll look at that. I do that in Sunday school. If there's something, somebody's got some questions, hey, we'll make a sermon. We'll make an outline of it and uh, just try to help people along and grow in the Lord. That's my main focus. So as you're reading this, Mike, what happens to you? How do you, if you can walk us through the the process of breaking that down from what you've just read in the Holy Word to what you're going to talk on on radio. Sometimes it takes me, uh, you know, I'll, I'll pray about it for a week and read it over and over every day, the same verse or the same passage. And then when God starts laid it on my heart, how does it affect Michael? How, not not them, but how does it affect Michael Sadler and his life and his day and his walk today? That's when I know that that's the Holy Spirit and I can help use that to help others, mm-hmm. right? Because when it helps you, when God gets a hold of you, that's when you can feed others with that. I believe that. I think you're right. You know, mm-hmm. freely you've received, freely give. That's so, right. you know, really, that's the that's the moment that you have something to give away mm-hmm. is when you get it from God yourself. Right. Because how can you bring people along if you're not there, right? Right. So you have to grow. And, and that's what I try to do. I, I read it, I grow, and I try to apply it in my own life. And then I help try to help others with it by uh, sharing it on the radio, which I love to do. It's a what a wonderful ministry. We get so many letters from right there in Citrus County, Floral City, Inverness, uh, some support, uh, some encouragement, uh, some just thanking us for being on the air. Uh, we get letters from the ladies' prison quite a bit in Ocala. Yeah, um, and so they're they're tuning in and, and listening. We we have a captive audience there. We do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Yes, literally. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and they're and happy we get to letters listen. as well from uh, Sumter and yep. a Lake. Uh, what is it? Lake County Correctional Institute. We've gotten letters from them, and yes. people are able. They one thing they can do is hear the the radios right. So that that happens. That razor wire does not keep the radio away from no. getting in there and spreading the gospel out throughout the prison. And they'll pass the word around because I've been there when they when they're listening. They have a little headset and sometimes they'll have a loudspeaker and they'll have a little group of them listening. So you you never know, never yeah. know who's on the on the other end of the radio. That is so true. I I live in that reality every day when we're on and we we have no idea exactly. Uh, how the Lord is going to use what is said or where the voices that we are speaking with are going to be heard. 
Again, it could be anywhere around the world with uh, the dissemination of podcasts now that we have. That makes it easy for us to get a message, and you'll be able to take even this interview today and send it out to all of your uh, contacts on your email and in your social media and spread the word that way. We just have no idea what God's going to do with it. That's right. We don't. Um, You know, radio can go places where people would never let you in. They may not let you come in their house and talk to them about the Lord, but they can, they'll turn the radio on and listen to it, or they'll listen to the podcast or wherever right. it's at on their media. And so God has used that. That is a huge platform I believe God is using for his people and for the reach people. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know your family's involved in this as well. Yes, I have to give my wife a lot of credit. She is the unsung hero behind the scenes. Basically, I preach and she does everything else. <laughs> <laughs> she is she is wonderful and, and so I'm so thankful God has given me a um, a virtuous woman you know the bible says her price is far above rubies and gold and it, it sure is yeah so I'd like to share with you something my wife wanted to do this year which we did so we gave at Inverness Christian Academy uh we gave the opportunity to, to people graduating uh an opportunity to write in and get a one-time scholarship through our crossbound ministry and so at graduation this year, we gave two young people that are going to want to serve the Lord with their life a one-time college scholarship of $1,250 Wow! per student. And so that went to them so that they can go on and, and, and serve the Lord uh, with their life. And so we're hoping that will grow every year if we get more companies to donate to it. And that money, me and my wife both work full-time, so every dollar goes to the ministry. Every dollar goes to serving the Lord. So basically, the monies that you get, I, I, I think a lot of people have wrong ideas about some of the national ministries uh, because they apply that attitude, which sometimes, sadly, is true. We, we've seen national ministries, uh, people who are televangelists, mm-hmm. live opulent lifestyles, uh, and some of it is so far out of order, it's not even funny. Right. But here is a radio program and a radio minister named Mike Sadler, who's heard locally in Florida, not around the country, but in Florida, with a real strong local message on the gospel of Jesus. And you and your wife are not only basically arranging to be on the air, and you're trusting the Lord with all of the air costs and all of that, but on top of that, you're giving away two scholarships. Yes. And so that, that that's the Lord. And uh, we, we would like for it to grow every year. Because I believe there needs to be more opportunity for young people that are truly sold out for Jesus, that want to serve God. We should support that. Uh-huh. And I believe God will bless it, absolutely. And so hopefully it'll grow every year. Have these been awarded? Mm-hmm. Yes. So they, what what yes. was that like? It was amazing to watch these young men. It was actually um, Elijah Monier got one and uh, Caden Bodum. And I'm, it's okay to say their name. They're, they're grown. But they're mm-hmm. going off to, to serve the Lord and... Um, I'm just so thankful to see that. And they come from good families and they're very grateful and uh, the money will be used very wisely. Wow, that's great. Well, congratulations. And I would like to say thank you for your heart of unselfishness because, you know, 1250 bucks, 1200 bucks, uh, yeah. that that is not small change right there. It's going right. to be a big help. Yes. And uh, that yes. buys a lot of gas for these kids to get backwards and forwards to yeah. to uh, class or to, or to whatever. Yes. It, it's just yes. really a wonderful uh, gesture on your part. Thank you for doing that. Absolutely. And and glad to, you know, both of them, I believe are going to Bob Jones university. Um, both of them are sold out for, for the Lord. And so we're just, we're just thankful for that. 
Wow, that's great, man. So how can people earmark their giving to Crossbound for that particular thing? Absolutely. If they'd like to, just, just send it to a P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, and uh, earmark it, um, you know, college scholarship, and it'll go right to that. There's a separate fund uh, that it goes to. Or if, for the radio, you don't have to put anything, obviously. So, But all of it, every dollar, goes to serving the Lord or time on the air or you know, writing books, tracks, and mm-hmm. things of that nature, yes. Well, you're doing it, and you're doing it with faith in your heart, mm-hmm. and God is using it, and God is blessing you and giving you response, yes. and that is wonderful yeah. in more ways than we can even imagine to think about how that how many people are are being affected, and I, I'm praying that maybe some of these people that are in the prisons right now that are hearing us that th- would, would like to get one of these tracks, maybe there are people who would say, hey, I would like for you to distribute some of these tracks to the prisons and I want to pay for them. So here, that's, that's one thing that people could do. That's a great idea. I didn't uh, think of that, but that is a great idea. Yeah, Absolutely. They can sponsor mm-hmm. uh, some of your tracks going into the prisons. Yes. And I could send to like a whole box or how many ever they like to purchase right to the uh, local chaplain and they can put them in the, uh, the chapel there and, they can pick them up freely as they like. Well, there you go, friends. There's another way for you to get involved with Mike and helping get the gospel out. Uh, I, I really like your name, Crossbound. I yes. think that is, uh, I'm sure there's a story. What is... Can let me share the story yeah, with I'd you? Yeah, I'd love the story. Okay, so here's the backstory to that. Uh, it's all about spreading the message of the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died, he was buried, he rose again the third day, he conquered death, hell, and the grave. We are bound to spreading that message and so hence we're bound to the cross, cross bound mm. ministry. And so that's the backstory to that, to that name. Uh, it's great. I love it. He has uh, called us. We're there. We're, right. we're tied to the cross that's in right. that sense. And uh, I love what David Pryor, uh, he said this one time that uh, we are never to move away from the cross, but always more close and near to the cross. That's something that we should with our lives always realize that I'm never going to outgrow my need for the cross. That's right. Yeah. And we get, you know, we do so many good things, even in a church, you do so many wonderful, great things, but that should always be the thing. Right. Is spreading the message of the cross. Right. I agree. And so that just, this, just the name helps me and my wife stick to that focus. So that's our goal. That's our mission. That's why we started this. And um, God has blessed it. And we're so thankful. My guest is Mike Sadler from Crossbound Ministries, heard right here on The Shepherd on Sunday mornings, 7.30 in the morning time in Orlando, and 8 o'clock on the other stations in Gainesville and Ocala and the Villages. We'll be back with Mike for one more segment. Don't go away. This is Afternoons with Mike. Back again for one more segment with Mike Sadler, Michael Sadler as well, if you know him that way. He's from the Inverness area, and his program is heard on the Shepherd Radio Network all across the network on Sunday mornings, and it is a a wonderful, nice, warm voice to have talking to you while you're getting ready to go to church. And uh, I, I just invite you, if you haven't done that recently, flip on the radio. If you're in the Gainesville, Ocala area. It's going to be a little after eight o'clock on WRZN and WTMN in Ocala. That's 720 AM and also 103.5 FM, especially for the villages in Gainesville. It's 1430 AM and also 96.3 FM. And then in Orlando on AM 1270. 
And that's where you'll find us. And of course, you'll also find us on the World Wide Web at theshepherdradio.com. Mike, you've uh, invested in your own backing uh, uh, for uh, your ministry uh, to equip you to be able to preach. Tell oh, us about that. Absolutely. After I got uh, called to preach, I, I knew that I needed to get some training. And so I, I went to uh, Liberty Bible College and I enrolled in the bachelor's degree for ministry. And I completed that. And then I didn't feel like that was enough. I got a lot of all these things of, um, you know, it's about the Bible, how to help people, how to counsel, how to be there, do funerals and all that stuff. But I said, I wanted to get deeper into God's word because that's what it's about. So I enrolled in the master's degree in biblical studies and I completed that. And you have uh, your master's in, in biblical studies. And um, I kind of stopped there and I may go back someday, but for right now I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got enough on my plate, but oh my. so now I just study God's word every day and, and um, I kind of stick to the Bible. I do listen to other books on audible, you know, but as far as my reading, I stick to God's word and, and God blesses that, I believe. You know, that's such an investment you've made. And not only a, a bachelor's degree from Liberty, and you've studied that, but to get your master's, that's a lot of work. Yeah, I used to get up at 4.30 every morning before I went to work. And that's how, that's how I completed it. So how many I, years did you do that? Oh, I took to get the master's, I think it took me three, three years. But that, you know, I'd get up at 4.30 and I would read for probably two hours and then I'd get ready for work. Oh. Uh, and so that's how I, um, that's how I did it. You know, friends, if you're hearing this and you're thinking what I'm thinking, you have a newfound respect for this man. And I think that kind of dedication is really to be applauded. Thank you for the example. Sure. Thank you for the model that you've given us of study. And it, that makes me want to be a part of what you're doing all the more. When I realize here's a guy that's forsaking not only his own personal income and time uh, for the radio ministry, but just for the pure love of the gospel to become educated and to get a degree from such a fine place as that. Uh, in in uh, biblical studies, that's, uh, that says a whole lot about you, Mike, and that's really great. You're going to be speaking. You mentioned you've got an opportunity coming up. Yes, I'll be um, preaching at Victory Baptist Church in Inverness, Florida. And you can Google the address there. I believe it's on Shady Acre Lane, uh, but uh, July 17th at 1030 a.m. So if you want to come out and hear me, and I'm also going to tell the, the church members there about the radio program. They can tune in and listen because you have many other good preachers on here also. Yeah. And so, and I listen to them. So I, I'm thankful for that. Amen. You are one of the listeners, and it's fun to you know hear from you from time to time. And, and we are so grateful for... Uh, the, the whole host of people that we have on all of our stations. It is really helpful. I've found that hearing the, the word of God throughout the day, you know, some people think, well, that's what I'm going to do on Sundays only. Mm -hmm. And then Monday, it's like, well, it's my time now. And really this helps us to have good teaching or good talk programs that are encouraging people in their walk with God to stay near the cross, to stay near the gospel. That really is a, a, a major help. Yes. And you know, everybody likes a good song. I do too. But as me and my wife had talked about, that's not what changes your life. That's not what changes your heart. That's not why you make monumental change in your life. But when you hear God's word, that's what makes you um, do it. So that's why I like listening to other preachers on, on, on the radio. Um, it just helps me along. Who are some of your favorites? Got to uh, ask that. I like David Jeremiah. He's All right. He, there you go. Yeah, he's good. He is Adrian Rogers. He is a very right up there. If not the favorite, one of the close, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I know he's gone now, but he certainly left us with a lot of good truths. 
And, and uh, uh, those truths are recorded well. And if you're not familiar, friends, with Adrian Rogers, that's the program called Love Worth Finding. Mm-hmm. And we carry that on the weekends across the uh, the network. Yes. And uh, he is astounding to listen to, you know, and how he's gone, but everything he says is relevant to today. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what I love about God's word. It's always relevant. Who else? Who do you like? Um, even some of the old timers. Uh, let me see those two. And uh, well, my own pastor, let me say that pastor Marty Palmady. Okay. Uh, John Groves is one of them. Uh, also, I don't know if those are people that you know, but of course you could, you could Google them. Um, you know, I just, I like those there. I keep it simple. That's good. Well, you're a man that has proven that you're busy about the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I really do thank you for doing that. Uh, what what do people need to know about Crossbound? If they're thinking like they're hearing this today and they're thinking, ah, this sounds like a really great ministry to invest in. What else can you share about what you're doing? Um, we are invested in young people's lives, as we said, with like the scholarship. We're in our local church, but we're also going out in the community all the time, handing out these tracks, even the books, uh, witnessing people, bringing them to church. And uh, we're just grateful to be able to reach out into the community, not only being there physically, but it's amazing how many of them, when I tell them on the radio, that will actually start tuning in, whether mm-hmm. I'm at Walmart or standing outside the grocery store or wherever. So that is a, such a huge avenue when they realize, you know, hey, they listen to my program, and it, I believe that it helps them along. And so, like I said, we are doing all we can to invest in, in people. I believe it. I believe it, and that is great. How, you mentioned that you're working a full-time job. What do you do full-time? I am a, a facilities manager is, is what I do. Um, and my wife, she is like the, uh, she runs a business. Uh, it's a construction business, but she does the payroll. She, is a, she has a degree in accounting. So that's okay, what she like does. A bookkeeper then and an accountant. Much smarter than me. <laughs> She's the brains behind the operation. Well, wait a minute now. You can't sell yourself too short here with having a bachelor's uh, and a master's in, in Bible study. So yeah. that's just great. Yeah. And so God God has blessed us in that in that facet. And we just try to bless others. And, and so we invest a lot of our own money, our own personal money. And But we're thankful. And I thank you who have wrote in, who have, have uh, sent in your support and um want you to know that God is using that to further the further the gospel for his cause. Yep, you mentioned that 100% of all the funds that come in as people donate to Crossbound is going right back into the ministry. That is correct. 100% and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as, as Yeah, because we can. you're sowing your own money as well. Right, but it's God's money. And how can you give out give God? You give it to him, he'll come more will come, right? <laughs> you know, you mentioned something that happened to you when you first came to the Lord. And Mike, one thing that I do see in you is this thing that filled your heart that day. You said you received joy. Yes. So can you speak uh, for a moment to people who are are really fighting right now? Maybe some of them don't know the Lord that are have tuned in today or listening to this podcast, uh, and their lives are marked by just the opposite of joy. They might feel sad or depressed. What thoughts come to your mind to share with them? Absolutely. I can speak on that. Um, one of the hardest things that, that I had to do, I knew I was forgiven, but there's a difference between being forgiven and, and receiving that forgiveness and realizing it and forgiving yourself, right? And so you, if you don't forgive yourself, you're going to carry that weight around. Yeah, I'm forgiven by God, but I don't have no joy. I can't forgive my own self. And I struggled with that for just a little while. And, uh, you know, God realized, I realized that, wait a minute. All that's under the blood. All that's under the cross. 
If God forgave somebody like Paul who murdered Christians and used him mightily to start a church to pen a lot of the New Testament, mm-hmm. God can forgive you and God can use you. And so if, if he's forgiven and can move on with his ministry and his life, you can also. But you have you have really have to give that to the Lord. And that's so easily said, but hard done, right? It's hard done. It mm-hmm. really is. Yeah. Uh, it is something that we have to uh, honestly stay with because I believe it's so, you know, I had a discussion uh, with a guest just this past week and I'm reminded of how we tend to be leaky buckets. Mm-hmm. We, we think we've learned something in God. We think that we're okay in this area. And then it's just like, we can wake up the next day and all the assurance, all the confidence, all of the, really the, 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 the close feeling of presence of God seems to have vanished. And that's why that happened to the psalmists. Right. And they would feel like right. they were alone. Right. But they weren't alone. That was just their feelings. That weren't the facts, right? That's right. The biblical fact is God is there with you, and the devil is a liar. He wants you to be defeated. He wants you to feel bad about yourself. He wants you to beat yourself up. But God says, hey, I want you, I want you to get up so I can use you, right? And, and so the more that you realize how forgiven you truly are, the, the, the more uh, free you'll feel inside. Yeah. Right. Doesn't mean you won't have remorse. Doesn't mean you won't remember those things, but don't let those things affect you because they are under the blood. Right. And so the devil's going to continually, continually, continually bring that up. You know, I'm reading through Nehemiah right now, and uh, the the joy of the Lord is something that uh, Nehemiah really encouraged the people who were hearing the word of God read for the first time in who knows how long. And their response was to weep. Mm -hmm. And, And he says, don't cry. This is not a time to cry. Be joyful. Let the joy, the the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yes. And if the joy of the Lord is your strength and we see it that way, we've got to realize that 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 we need to notify our heart and notify our mind that we're not to be sad and, and downcast. I love the scripture. Why so downcast? Oh, my soul. Put your hope in God. Yes. And that our hope is in the Lord, man. That's right. I like what uh, Joseph said when he walked in and saw the, the, the baker and the, and the uh, cup taster. I'm, I'm not saying that right. right, but he saw him there and he said, cup, why, bearer. cup yeah. bearer. He said, why are you so sad? And if you stop and think about that, here's Joseph asking two men that are in prison. He's in prison and he's asking them, why are you so sad? <laughs> yeah, the joy even still. <laughs> so he's in prison. And yeah. so, you know, it's, it's can't let your circumstances affect your heart. Right. Those are circumstances. They're not the facts. So if you let feelings really rule your life, the feelings will ruin your life. Oh, that's a good saying. Say that again. It, if you let feelings uh, rule your life, those feelings will ruin your life. Wow. Don't let them rule your life because they will ruin your life. Well said. Mike, give us the address for how people can get in touch with you. It's Crossbound Ministry, P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. You can write to us, or you can go to our website and uh, or give us a call. And, um, and the website address is? CrossboundMinistry.com. Just that simple. Just that simple. Man, you you guys have got it going on with the marketing on that, man. Yeah. Uh, Post Office Box 7. Who would have thought? Yep. And uh, Mr. Meeks, Gary Meeks, was a lot of help in all that. (laughs) Sure was. (laughs) You may as well just go ahead and get the uh, the city as heavenly home, uh, Florida. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) My goodness, that's awesome. Mike, thank you for coming by today. And thank you for what you do week to week uh, on Crossbound 
Thank you for what you do in your community, in your local church. Thank you for sharing the gospel in multiple churches. And thank you for these scholarships. Yeah, well, thank you, sir. Investing in young people. Praise the Lord. And, and you're a guy that I believe is worthy of respect, man. Well, praise the Lord. You have mine. Well, thank you, sir. And I, I'm thank you for having me and being on there today. It's really been great to have you. Friends, thank you, too, for joining us on the program. We'll see you next time right here on The Shepherd. <laughs>